The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for a weekend best of edition of Busted Open Radio. Your weekend host, Brian McKinnell, holding it down here. And as you heard right there, we got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And Mark, we got a hell of a show for the listeners out there today. Of course, it wouldn't be a Saturday show here at Busted Open if we didn't recap SmackDown. And thankfully, SmackDown has been on fire. And a big reason why SmackDown has been on fire, Mark Henry, are two uh, wrestlers. Roman Reigns and Alexa Reigns. Bliss. Yep. I mean, oh it doesn't God. get much better. And they both delivered last night on SmackDown. Yeah. And, and tuning in, you will hear uh, how we break down what we feel is the best thing in pro wrestling, not just today, but in years. Years, Mark. Years. You are absolutely right. Roman Reigns on a burner speaking of years it feels like every few months not even a year we get a wwe draft and yes mark the draft is upon us this monday and friday you and i both give our thoughts on where people could be headed and why you shouldn't expect roman reigns to be going anywhere and of course mark it wouldn't be a saturday show without the weekly winner where we give the pro wrestling fans out there our best show in the week that was in professional wrestling so what do you think big man what do you think we sit back click play let these fans get going here on a saturday i think we say that but we also have to preface it with what we always say every week if you're not first you're last let's go bust it open on a saturday some devastating potential outcomes for uh, you know jay uso depending on where this heads but Listen, before we get into the pontificating about what he might mean with his words, let's just talk about the words themselves and the role and the burner that Roman Reigns has been on. Mark, I, I, I tweeted it out last night, something to the effect of, you know, is Roman Reigns just going to continue to keep having the best promo of his career every Friday? Because, Mark, I think it's been like three weeks in a row where Roman Reigns has just delivered in the most – captivating of ways and he and he really kind of keeps one upping himself it's really impressive to see it is and this this match is going to have the greatest consequence yeah what do you think he means by that he the the greatest the only thing that i could think of is ending your career you're you're not wrestling no more yeah i'm gonna maim you you walk with a limp. You won't be able to use that arm no more. Like, wow. Like, what? What are you? You gonna? I mean, that, that's the only thing I can think. Ending the wrestling career is the is the thing. Like eliminating you from the family. Like somebody's got to go down and be the martyr for uh, John to say step up. Right. To, for, for Jimmy to step up. And then 
that guy can't get it done as a member of the family. It's not going to be Naya. It's not going to be Tamina. Who's who's next? Who can stand up in the family and go, you know what, man? Uh, I think you've lost your damn mind. You're disrespecting our family. And who who you can't name yourself the high chief. Right. Family names you the high chief. Well who is Mark, that? Well, who? Mark. Who? Mark, I, who? Who? I think you know who. It's the guy you teased three weeks ago, and it's the guy who chimed in on social media, and it's the guy who is actually the high tribal chief, the high chief of that family. And there's no denying who that is. It's Dwayne Johnson. It's The Rock. Now, right. all this comes back around to is will Dwayne Johnson, will The Rock take a step away again from Hollywood? Where it's, I mean, even when he came back against Cena and, and, and Punk and had those storylines eight, seven years ago, whatever it was, he was just on the cusp of becoming what he was. He still wasn't the biggest movie star in the world. He is now, right? So, right. Would he leave that avenue? Would he come back? And listen, he said it before. He said it before. I would do it for Roman. This is the best story of Roman Reigns' career. It's one of yeah, the best stories. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. One of the best stories in WWE of the last 10, 20 years, right? It is all lining up. If, if Dwayne Johnson was going to come back, this is the one for it. It makes too much sense. It's too captivating. And I would argue if he did come back, Mark, it would be better then when he came back against Cena and Punk, it would make more sense and I would be more invested in it. And I was more invested. The, I was invested the last time. That's not to say I wasn't interested. I would be over the moon with the way this story would be told heading into next April. You know, I've, I feel like I contributed to this angle. And I wish <laughs> we could get, I wish we can get the clip of three weeks ago when I suggested this and you went, oh no. No, you're not saying what I think you're saying. And I said, oh, yes, I am. And I went into it in detail. Mm-hmm. The whole bloodline. With the bloodline, with the family. And, and they are doing exactly that. Yep. And I'm not saying that they're taking that Mark Henry idea and running with it. But it looks like it. It really <laughs> looks like it. And I'm loving it. But well, I think that there's another layer to this because how about uh, the inner family squabble? So now you get, you know, uh, Jimmy takes a beating and the family starts to, Keisha comes and he's, you ate, you put your feet under my table and you treat my children like this. They love you. They're your family. And then you get Alpha. Whoa. You know the business. Mm-hmm. You know the business. You know what this business is. And it's family against family. And that would be the thing that you need a savior to come in and say, Uncle, cousin, no more fighting. It's going to be solved in the ring. It's the only way. It's the only way that the family can have peace and can have closure. And then you have Dwayne come in 
and Atta step in. Mm-hmm. And that part of the family say, we love everybody. The fighting has got to stop. But I have to tell you, Roman has to win. Dwayne is not there every day. He can't be the high chief. Mm. It's a sad, sad thing that I'm breaking to you right now. But Roman's there every day by hook or by crook. Yeah. Lie, steal, and cheat a la Eddie Guerrero. (laughs) You got to get it done because you're the guy that's going to be there. And you can't hold the title up and say, I'm the greatest of all time. And I am the high chief and him have that heat. And everybody have to obey because now it's, it's been rewarded to you. Yeah. That is what I see. And it's gonna, it's, you know, it's gonna be a lot of tears shed at WrestleMania. It's gonna be a lot of tears, but wrestling wise, we're gonna be happy with what we get. Well, I hope we get it. I hope we get that match, and it looks like it's certainly we're heading down that path. All right, Mark, it's been uh, well, it's been seven months since you've talked to the nation live on a Saturday. What do you think? You head out to the phones and, and get the thoughts of the oh, nation on man, a great I'm Saturday, dying. Great Friday. I'm dying. Let's do it. Let's start with our buddy Alabama. Dave want to talk some SmackDown. What's up, Dave? Good morning, Ryan and Mark. It's good to be back on a Saturday. How are you guys? Let's go. Good, man. Let's go. I tell you what, let's go. Hey, guys, I agree. The last storyline that had me so much in a a must-see week-to-week was Shawn Michaels' Triple H back in 2003. So, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Dave, you're talking above Daniel Bryant, okay? You're talking above Kofi Mania. Then you're talking above the summer of punk. You're going back 17, 16 years until you found a storyline that you've enjoyed as much as Roman Reigns. What's happening right now? Because I was so invested in HBK. He's my favorite ah. of all time. So okay. summer, summer punk was great, but I wasn't as high on punk as I was after the summer punk. He kind of like okay. cemented him. And I actually took a hiatus during the yes movement. So I missed it. I've only watched it in replay. Okay, so what about this? Why are you so invested in this like you were HBK? Do you like Reigns that much, or what's the what's the hook? No, because HBK and Triple H had a genuine, true friendship, so you can uh-huh. see everything happening there as, hey, you know what? This is a possibility of being more than just a storyline. There's some probably some real truth and nuggets behind this. That's what I feel with Reigns. Is this, is he is, it is Samoan. It is the family line. It is, he is. Whether he, quote-unquote, has earned it or not, he's the head of the three. And everything involving the entire family, from Tamina to Naya to you guys, the extended yeah. family of The Rock, it, the story is so true but, and personal. At the same time, you know, everything, the way it's building. And the only thing I would say, guys, in terms of the stakes of this, is did they, did, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, did they say last night, I know Cole mentioned it, but did they say these two are going to go in the cell? Or is this are this going to be just a match that's going to have a stipulation that Roman's going to put out there? No, that's what Roman put out there. Roman said, "What do you want? You want another match? What you want? What you want? Hell in a cell? Like whatever you want." 
That's what you got. And that's yeah. what they're going to do. That that was what I was thinking is I don't think this story is heated up enough for them to step inside the cell yet. If I if I had the pencil, I would I would put it this way that you talk about the highest stakes that Roma could say I gave you the opportunity to get your payday and get the highest stage and do something good for your family. Here's the stakes now. Whether or not you ever get a payday is now at my command. Whether or not you ever wrestle again is at my command. You live at the base of my hand as your tribal chief, whether you like it or not. I gave you the chance to acknowledge me. I gave you the chance to follow me. You spat in my face. So if I beat you at Hell in a Cell, every breath you take is at my command. Yeah, and that's that's basically yeah. what it is. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, yep. he said this is the ultimate stakes. You'll never get another title shot again, probably. And and my thing is is, I think that he's going to try to maim him. He's going to try to you know not end his career, but he's going to be gone for a while. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host Kirk Morrison, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Alexa Bliss upping her game, pairing on the Kevin Owens show last night on SmackDown, which you didn't see or hear. Well, you definitely didn't see it because this is a radio show, duh, Ryan. But what you heard there, or what you didn't hear, I should say, again, was uh, at the end of that, Mark, The Fiend made an appearance. Lights went down. Yeah. Music hit, everything. Well, music, whatever that sound is, right? And uh, the fiend showed up and attacked Kevin Owens. So I don't know where you want to start with this. I mean, it looks like I, uh, Alexa Bliss and the fiend slash Bray Wyatt are an item. The uh, the fiend extended his hand after uh, attacking Kevin Owens, and the uh, the two joined hand in hand and left the arena or left the uh, ring. But it also looks like we could be looking at a Kevin Owens fiend showdown feud, which I'm cool with. I'd love to see those two work. Yeah, man. I I don't know if I want to. I don't. I don't know if I want to f- f- experience that. <laughs> Alexa said that like it was pleasant. That didn't sound pleasant to me. <laughs> Everything like, Alexa says yeah. is pleasant. Everything oh, that woman says is pleasant. It. Stop no, I mean, come it. on. Come on. Yeah, I would literally, I would light myself on fire for that woman. I think she's wow. the real fiend. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's when she gets control of the fiend. Because I think Alexa Bliss has that power. I can't take my eyes Whoa. off her, man. What I mean, stop lying. I know you're we're both married, but we can be honest here. This is a safe space. This is a safe place. Yeah, it's our, it's our cocoon. This is our what was the what was the line? What was the line in old school? The trust tree? The trust. No, we, we were in the we were in the trust tree. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Nope, no thanks. Oh. I'm I'm never gonna get that comfortable. No, I probably shared uh, too much on the air. That's true. Be careful, be careful. Thank, thankfully my wife uh, doesn't listen. Oh man, not mine does. Uh, I'm I'm just saying, uh, but you know what, man? Like, I can actually see that. I can see Alexa gaining control mm-hmm. over the theme. Uh, wow, the way that the director Mark, you, had we were just control Mark. over Highlander. 
Yes. And Mark, we just, shit, we just talked about it. We're both married. (laughs) Yeah. And and, and every single relationship, if you really, when, when it comes to nut cutting time and not to be, you know, too crass, but when, when the rubber beats the road, the, the, the woman has all the power and, and, and the women who, and the women who know that and know how to harness it and know how to weaponize it, it can be the biggest advantage in the world. Wars in the world. Wars are started over women, right? Historically. All of them. Every last one of them. (laughs) Every last one of them. But but seriously, there is a great psychological element here to where Alexa Bliss is beaten down. She's got the Stockholm Syndrome. She is a victim to the fiend, and then she gets stronger. Then she realizes her own power. Then she starts weaponizing it, and then she becomes the fiend. That is a really cool, and we're kind of unraveling this as we're talking about it. And it, which is exciting about doing the show, and I like it. But I think we might be on to something here because we talk about, you know, when when kind of art imitates life and it's believable and it's reality. All of that plays with Alexa Bliss and Mark. I think she's the type of talent that is capable of delivering in that way and making it a really compelling storyline. Not not only is she that type of talent, um, Alexa is one of the one of the more realistic heels that we've had now she's turning the corner to become a monster heel yep to be the elite of the elite the roman reigns in the female division if you can get that done business is about to pick up (laughs) because now she's sickening people she's sickening the fiend on people oh my god let's go oh my goodness gracious (laughs) like it and and, and what does that mean for the women's division women are going to be walking around on eggshells that's a good point thinking that you know that the 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 lights could flicker they could turn and boom you get hit with it (laughs) you hit with that billy club Holy shit. Do you know how hot that would be? I'm just saying, like, powerful women are hot. Like, Alexa Bliss having, like, a minion of evil dudes out there wrecking shop while she's just looking beautiful and cutting sick promos and goth bliss, essentially. Let's go. Like, can we fast forward to that? I'm sick of 2020. This year sucks. Can we get to 2021 where this is a reality? Hey, you know what my favorite uh, <laughs> gif is on, on, social, on social media? What's It's that? the one that's got Kobe Bryant getting out of the DeLorean. Yeah. In 2021. Let's do that. Oh my gosh. I, I'm telling you, man. Like, let's go back in time, man, and and erase some <laughs> of the horror and pain that happened in 2020. And uh that that would be great. I mean, I'm just saying. But anyway, back to wrestling. Uh I, well, I really do think that not only could Alexa with that kind of power uh harness a stable of men. But what about the women? What about people like Nikki Cross and people that uh, are not being used? Now you can convince them that I can introduce you to him. I can help you. I can help both of you become a tag team champion. Like she could do, it's it's unbelievable things that, that you can do if you have the catalyst for it. And I think that they're on the right track. They're creating a, a, a female monster and that's going to be great. 
Yeah, for sure. Now, speaking of being on the right track, Mark, um, I know we've talked a lot about SmackDown. We've talked to, obviously a lot about Alexa Bliss, a lot about uh, Roman Reigns. One person we haven't talked about, that is Sami Zayn. And that man continues to do Killing fantastic it. work on Friday night. Yeah, it's really good to have him back. What did you think about Sami Zayn last night? What do you think about, uh, I mean, first of all, I love the promo he did where he threw Jeff Hardy's uh, Intercontinental Championship in the trash. Very uh, reminiscent of Medusa, uh, Alundra Blaze, right? I think that always garners a reaction. And then you had it backed up a little bit with a nice main event match on SmackDown. I just, uh, I like the investment that we're seeing with Sami Zayn and another guy who's just delivering on every single week. You know what you 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 brought up the the point about his promo and 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 what he said yeah and he's not lying he's not lying and I told you a long time ago when he started doing the promos to, against the crowd this is before uh, maybe April of last year yeah. When he came in and he started telling the crowd, you know, the problem is not the problem is not Vince McMahon. The problem is not the matches that are going on. People are spilling blood for you. The problem is not the writers. Hell, they all they do is write. <laughs> the problem is you, the fan. And when he went into that. He's better than that now. And what he did last night is what he did a year ago. And telling the crowd, it's you that's the problem. Like, look at yourself. We're out here killing it. Ratings are up. People are enjoying themselves. In a pandemic war- hell, as I call it, people are losing their jobs. People are losing their lives, their livelihoods. But wrestling never went away. We've been here for you all this time, and you still are ungrateful. And he, man, he just went in. And I just thought that the reality of it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love fans. Like I told you, there, there was a, a photo that a guy posted the other day. Oh, with the, all rest, the, with the, all with the, the figures. wrestlers that had passed away with the action yeah. figures. Yeah. And then he had Hawk sitting on the rope, holding the ropes open for an animal ca- uh, action figure to get in the ring with them. There's moments where the fan, there's nothing better than the fan. They, they, because they there's hang, love there. There's, there's love. There, love. Right? They hang yeah. on what you give them. Yeah. Sammy is saying for every one of those, there's 10 skeptics. There's 10 others that are ungrateful and always want more. Unsatisfied, spoiled children. <laughs> when you see that little kid in the grocery store with his mom, and the kid is, I want those cereal. And the mom said, no, that's too much sweet. No, 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 no. That's kind of what you get from the fans sometimes. Yeah. And you have to tune that out. But Sammy is the only wrestler in the world that's pointing that out to our fan base. 
and they hate him for it. Hey everyone, this is Nicole Auerbach and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple podcast i'm gonna dive into this draft that's happening on monday and mark there's a lot of thoughts around this draft let me just say this before we get to the draft talk before we even start with the what ifs and the where people headed and yada 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 right let me just say this as a psa to vince mcmahon and to anybody out there who is listening please for the love of god stick to the brand split all right Please, I don't want to see any superstar invitational or any other bullshit no crossover. I hate that because Mark, I don't even know who is on whose shows anymore. I, it's been that way for 10 years where the, the, you're supposed to create a natural competition. And I've never felt that because you can't stick to the brand split. I don't know who is on what show because it's so damn confusing and people get injured and people come back and then Kevin Owens just shows up one week and then so-and-so shows up another week. There is no, not even a feigning of competition between the two brands. So this happens every year. We get another draft. They try to tell us the product is separate and year after year, Mark, it never feels like it. I understand that we're in a pandemic and there's a lot of moving parts and you got to make things work. I can appreciate that. Right. But we're going to be starting this brand split. You're doing it during a pandemic. You know what this is prepare for it. And for once for one 12 month period for one calendar year, can we please keep the talent on their respective shows? Because it's getting a little bit ridiculous. I, I hope that you're right, man, that they have the draft and they keep the things yes. separate because it is one of my pet peeves, bro. Golly, it, it bothers me to no end because it's confusing. Yes. Like I'm I'm thinking, well, this is going to happen in this story. And then all of a sudden, there's a tag team match between Shinsuke and Cesaro against the people from the other brand. I'm like, what wait wait a minute. What well, 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 it's a disconnect. Yep. And um that that's the thing that's that's troubling. Like yeah. don't let it be so blatantly obvious that it affects how I see my pro wrestling. And that's all I got to say about that. Yep. And uh you know uh, our our pal Andre over there we got Andre and Guns on the other side holding it down in Manhattan. Um, Andre says the only blending that should happen is during Survivor Series season. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it should mean something. You should want to see these people. Oh, I haven't seen so-and-so. And you know what? We don't need a draft every year because you change it every year. I, like a year goes by and I'm just starting to get familiar with so-and-so on the new brand. There's just so much flip-flopping. It's like a, a big show character turn. Is big show a heel or a face? Like, I don't know. I don't know where people are supposed to fall. So let's have some continuity. Let's have some uh, consistency. What do you think nation? Where do you think people are going to go? And who would you like to see come over to a different brand? There has been talk. I've heard people in the wrestling world suggest that Roman Reigns as hot as he is and as great as his storyline is on SmackDown, right? Maybe they're going to bring him back to monday night raw because of the fledgling numbers and the ratings at monday night raw right historic lows do you think mark 
that the WWE and Fox more specifically would allow Roman Reigns to go back to, uh, excuse me, go back to Monday Night Raw with the burner that he is on right now? No, hell no. Hell I, said that, <laughs> I said that in the break when we were yeah. talking about this. If I'm an executive at Fox, I'm like, what did you just say? No. <laughs> I mean, we we've got him. I mean, the, the ratings are going up and spiking. We have the potentially to have the rock on our program and, yep. and all of the stuff being written this going this direction. And now you want to move him? Are you crazy? No. No, this, I'm putting my foot down on this one. No. You could you want to move somebody else? Move the fiend. And I, who would have ever thought you would hear that? Right. Like, I mean, when something's hot, you got to let it burn, baby. I mean, don't, don't, I, I'm, if I'm, man, I'm executive at Fox. I, I'm, I'm putting my foot down. No. Yeah. I don't want him gone. I want the Usos. I want Tamina. I want the whole Samoan dynasty. I want uh, break out the Tonga kid. <laughs> I need you to go to other brands and pull more of the Polynesian people. Like, let's do it. If we're going to go there, go all the way there. Now, I could see The Fiend going to Monday Night Raw for two reasons. Number one, he's probably the probably the next best option outside of Reigns. I don't think they're getting Reigns because I do think Fox is the A show because it is Fox. More specifically, have it's football. More, this, is, yeah. this is one of those drafts where I don't know you get players, but you get draft picks too. So yeah. you need to send, you might need to send Kevin Owens too. Well, and, and Owens shows up and you don't know how that's going. And it would, it would lend credence to the attack uh, last night. And I go back to Fox Friday night Reigns. He's not going anywhere. It's football season right? So the best story will be staying on Friday Night SmackDown. And the best story right now is Roman Reigns. But as we saw, the KO show shows up on SmackDown. Uh, the Fiend attacks Kevin Owens. It looks like there's a feud brewing there. And if you separate Mark Reigns and The Fiend, right, you build a little bit to that potential feud as we saw Alexa Bliss staring down Reigns a couple weeks ago leaving the ramp. So yeah. it, there's a little bit, there can be a callback there if you will, uh, plenty, plenty to get into with the draft. I know the listeners out there are excited because it does open up a lot of possibilities. Maybe Sammy Zayn. I have another take on it. I have What's another that? take on it. If we're gonna, if we're gonna go away from this, uh, I have another take on it. Yeah, get it in. What's up? Uh, I, I, I really do think that there's never been, as far as I can remember, there's never been somebody drafted that did. Uh, Eli Manning. There's never they been they don't some want to go. where they say, I, "No, I'm not going." Yeah, that this this guy is on Raw or this guy is on SmackDown. He kicked my ass, and I'm not leaving until there's retribution. I'm not leaving. Uh, not not to use. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm not leaving until I get my just due. So you can, you can draft me if you want to. I'll stay at home. Hey, everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. 
New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts. Mark, it's our three. It is our one-year anniversary. And you know what? On this one-year anniversary, listen, we got a week to figure this out. I don't know if it's going to be guns. I don't know if it's going to be Andre. I don't know if it's going to be a listener out there. I don't know if you want to tab Jacob. But one thing we need to do, Mark, is keep track of weekly winner for year two here on a Saturday because I have no idea how many times AEW won. I have no many times. I have no idea how many times Friday Night SmackDown won. I have no idea where the uh, winner actually lies with weekly winner on the year. But I do know who's won it the last three weeks in a row, at least who has been my weekly winner, Mark, and that is Friday Night SmackDown. You weren't here last week, brother. We are back live. I'm going to let you do the honors here. We are back. Uh, seven months we are live here on weekly winter i'm excited to have the listeners chime in but i'm also excited to hear uh from the world's strongest man here who his weekly winner was well as we start <laughs> raw was a really good show uh, i enjoyed most of what i saw especially the the promos and um it's been a while since Raw was um, looked at as, you know what, it's, it was good. And the same thing with NXT and AEW. Like, the shows were good. I mean, like, the matches were really good on uh, on NXT and on, on AEW. Yeah. Um, uh, I think if I was to pick out one match. Um, I would have to say that yesterday on SmackDown, Sami Zayn and Jeff Hardy mm -hmm. was a match that was meant for the main event. There was no holes you could poke in it. They worked extremely hard. They told unbelievable stories. They left cliffhangers, and it all built to the finish. And it took a while to get there. They could have done it two minutes earlier. But I think that they wanted to have time to let everybody see them really work. And we forget how good Jeff is, his selling, his movement. And without there being a long explanation of, um, you know, I, I love the party that with all the legends that were beat up by Randy Orton and punted. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, the, the, the Randy Orton uh, going into the um, Randy Orton going into the room at the end of the show uh, with the night vision and the reveal I, I heard there were people that didn't like the fact that or I think it was bully that didn't like the fact that um, he took the mask off and showed that it was him yeah I didn't care it reminded me of some Kaiser Sose type shit <laughs> like he for him to do that and then the, the walk out of the hallway holding the thing and he pulls the mask down and hat down, and then he just points like this, and all of the fray goes there, and the killer gets away. 
What? Hey. Like it, there were things that happened this week that were great, but they were all spread out, which for a fan, that's great. But for one program, it was really hard for me to pick one. And the freshest thing on my mind is SmackDown. Right. So with SmackDown being fresh and um, watching how good the matches were and the promos that were cut, I have to – Roman Reigns, the story of, of going on with um, with him and Oos, it, it's hard to beat with him and Jade, just the conversation. Yeah. And and the promo that Sami Zayn cut, um, man, I, I I've been waiting on that. I've been waiting on Sami Zayn to get his turn again, and I hated that he had to be off so long. But whatever it was, I hope it got fixed. But he's back, and he's picked up right where he left off. So, like we say, if you're not first, you're last, and. I would have to say my first is SmackDown again for the which third is, week in a row. Yeah, which is crazy. And I and I know for a fact you would have given SmackDown your weekly winner last week because there's just no way you could have went anywhere else. It was that good, right? That's how good yeah. Roman Reigns and the main event on SmackDown has been. And Mark, I, I don't listen, I don't think there's any mystery here. We can we can dot we're gonna about to dive into the rest of the week and recap you know, through weekly winner, but SmackDown is my winner. I, it's not even a question. I, I can't believe how good this show has been on a regular basis. And it's, you talk about it a lot, right? In terms of not wanting to go get a break and not, you know, taking a piss or grabbing some food. Mm-hmm. Um, SmackDown has that, that element. It is just extremely cohesive storytelling right now where everything has a point and it follows up on the week before. I can't believe we haven't even touched on Jay mother effing Uso beating AJ Styles in the ring. One, two, three. That was maybe the best half hour start to a SmackDown that you could possibly hope for. Started out for the Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, fire ass promo with Jay Uso. Then AJ Styles comes down in a very believable way. It is like, hey man, you know, cuts a promo on Jey Uso, then they have a match, then Jey Uso wins. It was just, it was such a compelling start to the show, and then it had a compelling end, and then you had Alexa Bliss, and then you had Sami Zayn in the main event against a legend like Jeff Hardy. It was by, I don't want to say by far, I was going to say it was by far and away the best show of the week. It was a, it was the best show of the week. It is my weekly winner, and I think, yeah, three or four weeks in a row, SmackDown getting weekly winner a testament to how good this show is it's absolutely on fire yes it benefits from only being two hours but it's been two hours this entire time and there were many weeks that smackdown did not win weekly winner in fact there were many weeks that smackdown was sitting at the bottom of the ranking it has completely caught fire and an extremely enjoyable to watch i throw that question out to the nation what was your weekly winner for the week that was in professional wrestling 877-344-4893 we're going to be hearing from the nation plenty as the show goes along but mark a couple of things i want to follow up on number one you weren't here last week so i wanted to get your thoughts on retribution a lot of thoughts on retribution throughout the pro wrestling world um, a little surprising though, that they weren't on Monday Night Raw this Monday. What do you think about Retribution? What do you think about the names? What do you think about the unveil? What do you think about them signing contracts? And what do you think about them not being on Monday Night Raw this Monday, Mark? Anything to it? 
You know what, man? I think that it was uh, one of those, let's cool this off because there was so much negativity. And, you know, I, I, I love the Hurt Business. And it didn't seem like that was a place for that. Yeah. Even I mean there was no there was no underground, you know, like I mean there was a there was a few things that happened that just completely threw me off. And that was another reason why I didn't give um Monday night the nod. It was just a good show. Um but as far as retribution, I I, I subscribe to the same theories I said earlier. It's not going well. Yeah. But it still can be fixed. There's a couple of ways that it can be fixed. And it's all going to be on the WWE to say, hey, we made mistakes. But we gave what we thought was good programming to our fans. And this is what we're going to be doing with Retribution going forward. Yeah. Like, they're employees now. There's going to be rules and regulations. There will be no more retribution. These are contracted employees that are going to be given opportunity that they want after they pay for the damages that they put together during this whole retribution well, run. Well, that's just that's I just want lame. my money. <laughs> that's just lame. That would be more. That would be my fix to it. I would kill it. Well, it's a believable way to kill it, right? I mean, in terms of the the the, the Vince McMahon angle and the believability and the reality of the situation, um, I think that's the issue with retribution. Is it strayed so much from believability? You know, the anarchists who then sign a contract and they try to spin it in a way that makes sense. It just don't make any sense. So you are no. going to have to reset it. You are. You're going to have to. Similar to like reset. New Day. Right. Similar to like New Day. Now, New Day yep. made it work for them. They did it in a goofy uh, sort of NFG, no fucks given, excuse the language sort of way. They kind of ushered that in. I don't know exactly how Retribution can do that, but they can. I mean, it can happen. No, no, they, they can be it can be done. The, yeah. the, the number one thing you got to do with Retribution is say, hey, guys. Um, retribution is over. Yeah, we made a mistake. We should have <laughs> hired you. Which we done, we fixed that. We should have given you more opportunities. We failed you. Mm. You're gonna get opportunities. But just like we did with Mark Henry in 2002, we said, Mark, you wanna go and be the world's strongest man again? Great. You go and be the world's strongest man. But there's no place here for the second strongest man. Put the power put the power in their hands. Yeah. To see if they can if if they can sink or swim. And then you weed out the whole retribution angle. But before you get that opportunity, collectively all of your employees, you sign talent have to come up with $58,720.17. I want my money. And then we'll book matches for you, and then we hope the best for you. But 
if you don't succeed, you won't be here. And there's plenty of people out there that's hiring. I would make it so real that people would be like, oh, shit, he said that? Yeah, well, you know what? I think that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to do a complete 180. And since Logic has been escaping the storyline for quite some time now, you bring it back, as Mark said, in a very real way and make it as real as possible. I think that's a very good way to salvage it. Um, but it does. It feels like there needs to be some some tuning there. I don't think there's any oh, question. Oh, and we hired it. new security. Yeah, yeah, there you go. We hired new security. Yeah. And all of you guys that didn't get signed, all you retribution people, now that retribution is is done with, you're dismissed. Mm. Goodbye. Good luck to you and your future endeavors. Ah, the future endeavors. And you yes, keep yes, yes. the cream and you pour the rest of the drink out. It's no good. It's bitter. That's the way I would do it. There you go. And 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 people will do we have to talk about retribution next week? No. <laughs> but as the names that y'all gave them, Slap Nuts and T-Bar, yes. and all, now everybody is going to have to prove their worth. You got to prove it after I get my money. Spend some what, was that? what was that? What was that? What, what was that total on the bill again? $53,733.17. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.